is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Pacers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Tom Lewis of IndieCornrows.com, here to bring you the latest news and notes about the Indiana Pacers. And on this episode, we will look at the injury situation and give a quick update after Pacers lost Al Jefferson late in their win over the 76ers on Sunday and also had Rodney Stuckey attended to. So we'll give an update on those two as well as look ahead at the matchup with the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Fieldhouse on Tuesday evening. A critical game, as they all are here late in the season uh, in the bunched-up Eastern Conference. But before we get started, I want to make sure you reach out with any questions or comments. You can reach me via email at IndyCornrose at gmail.com or on Twitter at IndyCornrose. All right, Tracers had practice on Monday, and Al Jefferson was not a participant. Uh, He was still hobbling around on crutches. Uh, after the severe sprained ankle he sustained late in the game on Sunday evening against uh, Philadelphia. Uh, of course, there was a lot of uh, angst when he was down on the ground, writhing in pain. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> the more uh, painful uh, injury is initially, uh, the less severe it ends up being. And that was the case here. Quote-unquote, just a bad sprained ankle. Uh, I'm sure Al would say uh, otherwise, since he has his foot in the boot and uh, hobbling around. Uh, of course, with the sprain, it remains to be seen how long it will take Al to come back. But uh, at this point, I would think he would be out uh, at least a few games. He's definitely ruled out for Tuesday. Nate McMillan said today after practice that uh, you know he's out a few more days, and you know kind of gave a look that was saying you know I'm throwing a vague answer out here, and I know it because we just don't know. Uh, so playing rehab ahead for Al, and you know, quite frankly, it's going to be rough for him to get back before the end of the regular season. I would think, if it is that bad, and uh, it's going to require a lot of uh, rehab. But uh, until all the sw- swelling and pain goes away, um, you know, it's, it's hard to tell. So uh, the other uh, injury that McMillan addressed was the sore knee of Rodney Stuckey. Yeah, he was at practice. He was moving around, but. He didn't take part in any running at practice and was scheduled to have an MRI. And so uh, that means there's obviously some concern. And MRI results quite often uh, don't return a, a clear answer uh, when you want them to in a day if you're trying to play a game the next day. So uh, by the end of the day on Monday, Stuckey was listed as questionable for 
uh, Minnesota, and I would think unless they get some late report from that MRI that, that all is clear and Stucky isn't feeling the discomfort in his knee, uh, then I wouldn't expect him to play either. So that will put some pressure on the Pacers' playing rotation with Glenn Robinson III also still out due to the calf injury. So the Pacers may end up playing with a little bit of a nine-man rotation. As Nate McMillan mentioned uh, after the game against Philly, uh, he definitely is going to be needing to use either Kevin Serafin or Rakeem Christmas. Again, mentioning that you know he'll look at matchups determining who he will play in that front court rotation, maybe whether or not to use Lavoie Allen at center at some point. Um, but regardless, Pacers are going to have to tighten things up. And actually kind of interested to see uh, how this rotation may work now with uh, some different guys playing some different roles as they continue trying to shake things up and find something that works. Obviously, this isn't a uh, natural shakeup. It's been forced on them by injury. But regardless, uh, if they <laughs> luck into some magical combination that works, heading down the stretch and in the playoffs, so be it. Uh, you know, hey, keep the faith. Never know what's going to happen uh, in this NBA league. Players get an opportunity. Sometimes they're ready to seize it, and uh, their fortunes can change along uh, with the fortunes of their team. And in this case, hopefully the, uh, the Pacers will uh, get somebody to jump up and potentially Wally Pip, one of those uh, injured guys. So we'll see. Should be uh, interesting. Again, Pacers play the Timberwolves, uh, a team that has a lot of young, interesting talent, quality coach and Tom Thibodeau. Uh, you know, you think defense with Thibodeau, but really the Timberwolves are struggling at that end of the floor mightily this year. Uh, in the mid-20s in defense for the year. Uh, and, you know, I noticed the Pacers have dipped down to about 17 in the league in um, defensive efficiency. Uh, but really, over the last 10 games, the Pacers' defense is up to, you know, ninth in the league, uh, giving up 103.5 points per 100 possessions, uh, whereas the Timberwolves are at 27, giving up 112.7 points points per 100 possessions. They are currently on a six-game losing streak, most of those on the road. Uh, in, in those losses, they've given up an average of over 117 points, and that includes a 100-point uh, game that they gave up to San Antonio. So uh, they've had games giving up 130, 123 twice. So uh, some big numbers uh, being offered up on the defensive end. So the Pacers... Uh, regardless of who they have playing, have to attack and uh, make uh, that Timberwolves team defend. Second-year big man, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, has been a monster in his second year. Uh, I don't know that he's a big defensive stopper, um, but offensively you've got to account for him uh, from the three-point line and in, and he's got plenty of moves around the hoop as well. And the Timberwolves also signed Omri Caspi after he became a free agent when he didn't uh, or was released by New Orleans. And at that point, you know, the Timberwolves were kind of still hanging on to playoff hope. They were in a bunch of teams similar to the Pacers, although all those teams are um, actually just fighting for one spot 
in the East, which uh, seems like a death march when you're looking at uh, having to play Golden State or, you know, maybe San Antonio. But, you know, they're, they're bunched in there with Memphis. Um, they're actually with uh, Portland, Denver, Dallas, and the Pelicans. But now the Timberwolves have dropped six in a row, and they're six games behind the Blazers with, you know, nine, nine to go or 10 to go for the Timberwolves, I'd say, uh, their hopes are done. So that move to bring in Caspi didn't really work out that well. He's only played three games for them now off the bench. He is available, so uh, some of the Pacers may have to contend with, but he has not played heavy minutes off the bench uh, thus far. And, of course, the Timberwolves have lost all three of those games. So you know they're not going to lose every game the rest of the way, so we'll see how the Pacers fare, you know, right when you get a little bit of house money, the Pacers are sitting in pretty good shape after a win, uh, even though every game is critical, you know, you can see them dumping this game uh, and being put back in uh, frustration mode and uh, putting their playoff spot back in jeopardy because, again, they have three challenging road games coming up after this game. Uh, so, by all means, uh, need to take that uh, day off, that practice during the day, and then a season ticket holder event uh, at the field house in the evening. But the Pacers should be rested and prepared to take on the Timberwolves here uh, and get that win, as any serious playoff team would. Uh, and, again, looking at the playoff standings, um, there's a couple of interesting results uh, emerging here on uh, Monday night as the uh, Knicks are uh, about to put away the Pistons. Uh, as I'm taping this, there's a minute left, and they're uh, down by double digits. So uh, the Pistons were kind of that seventh team hanging on in that race for the five spots, uh, but this would put them a full three-and-a-half games behind uh, Atlanta, Milwaukee, and Indiana uh, and, you know, lock them up a game behind the Bulls in uh, that ninth or uh, tenth spot in the East. Uh, also, at the other end of the spectrum, the Spurs are rolling over the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers in the second half uh, at San Antonio. And if the Cavs lose, they will suddenly be a half game behind the Celtics uh, for the top spot in the East. So the Celtics will have just one more win. They'll be even up in the loss column. So plenty left to be decided there. But as you sit here, even though the Pacers are in that three-way tie for fifth, they are actually, because of tiebreakers right now, in seventh. So uh, that second spot is of great importance right now as, f- as far as who the Pacers uh, could face in the first round of the playoffs. And hopefully they'll be able to move up at least a spot here uh, up in the sixth place. But but as we sit here right now, it looks like the Cavs uh, are headed to a road loss against the Spurs uh, and a wake-up call that they are not the top dog in the East anymore. So again, Pacers play the Timberwolves 7 p.m. at the Fieldhouse on Tuesday evening. Critical game for the Pacers, as they all are. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. You can reach me at IndieCornrows at gmail.com or on Twitter at IndieCornrows. And you can also find the podcast on Audioboom.com or you can subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play where all prayer episodes are available. 
And that's all for now. You've been listening to Lockdown Pacers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You got it. takes a lot to get excited about a bag but most bags can't save you 20 percent on auto parts that's 20 percent off headlamps 20 percent off oil filters 20 percent off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent napa reusable bag so tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores while supplies last minimum three items exclusions apply offer ends 10 31 17